Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and today it's my pleasure to serve as your host, as well as take the opportunity to talk with you about some HR matters. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve, and through this podcast, we'd like for our listeners to gain knowledge about current events in banking, to answer some of your most common financial questions, and to connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you ever miss an episode, you can access all of our episodes from our archive library available on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I've been the HR uh, director at Biltwell Bank for 18 years now and have actually worked in the field of banking and human resources for 40 years this year. And I want to talk to you about uh, what we've been through in the past three years. If you remember back to March 11th, 2020, a pandemic was declared and various shutdowns, remote school, remote work a lot of separation and a lot of isolation went into effect. And then if you fast forward to three years later, and then on May 11th of 2023, the national health emergency will formally end. We've arrived at a new normal. Priorities may have shifted. Employees who were remote may want to remain that way. Many people left jobs for complete career changes. Others never even return to the workplace. So what can an employer do to navigate through this unusual environment? First of all, I would encourage you to determine what you really need. It sounds simple, and it can be, but it's really important. When it comes to people, what do you really need for your business to thrive? Businesses owe it to themselves and their customers to clearly identify who they really need to make the product, sell the product, or deliver the service they provide. Let's consider your current employees for a moment. How are your people adjusting to the new normal? Has their personal productivity returned to pre-pandemic levels? Or does it seem like there is just this continuing funk that you can't shake off? Recently, I read an article by Alaya Cooks-Campbell about something called learned helplessness. Learned helplessness is what social science researchers call it when a person is unable to find resolutions to situations, even when a solution is accessible. Those who struggle with learned helplessness tend to complain a lot, they feel overwhelmed, and they're simply incapable of making any positive difference in their circumstances. In 1967, Martin Seligman and his partner Stephen Meyer were researching animal behavior when they accidentally discovered the learned helplessness theory. They found that the dogs who had been exposed to a series of inescapable shocks stopped trying to get away from the electric shocks altogether. When Seligman and Meyer tried this experiment with human beings, replacing the shocks with loud noises, they found that people had a similar reaction. The ones that couldn't control the noise in the first experiment didn't even bother trying to control it in subsequent trials, even though the adverse stimulus was now escapable. 
When learned helplessness takes over, though you don't feel so sure of your ability to handle challenges. You don't believe that what you do makes a difference, and that makes it hard to see a way out, let alone a silver lining. So what are some symptoms of this? Low self-esteem, frustration, passivity, lack of effort, even giving up. So what are you observing in the people who work with you? Do they operate in a pattern of helpful, positive thoughts? Or is it the opposite? For the past three years, things have been unusually uncertain. Early on, there was a lot of fear. Most of us were affected by the loss of a friend or family member. There were lots of unknowns and lots of often conflicting information. But just because the national health emergency from the pandemic is ending, it doesn't mean uncertainty will just disappear. Uncertainty and the unknown are simply part of our world. In his course on positive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania, Martin Seligman shares a little-known anecdote from the original learned helplessness experiments. While a certain percentage of people predictably became helpless in the face of uncontrollable events, some people, about 10%, seemed immune to the effect. These people, Seligman recalled, couldn't be made helpless no matter what. We can learn a lot from these resilient people. What is it about this no-matter-what attitude that makes people immune to learned helplessness? Seligman's partner, Stephen Meyer, found evidence that the dogs weren't actually learning helplessness. They were failing to learn control. Seligman also identified another component of the equation, learned optimism. It's essentially the polar opposite of learned helplessness, where you internalize a sense of hopelessness about your circumstances. With learned optimism, you begin to challenge your thought processes and as a result, change your behaviors and outcomes. Think for just a moment about your best employee. What is it that makes that person your best? Is it their dependability? Is it their loyalty? Is it a special skill they have that is scarce in the marketplace? Is it their bias for action, their bias for service, or maybe a winning combination of both? Now think about this. What would it be like if all your employees were as good as your best? Amazing, right? As we move forward in this new normal, I encourage you to take control. Evaluate your current responses to uncertainty and the unknown and work to practice learned optimism. By challenging your problematic thoughts and the problematic thoughts of your people, you and your people can become more optimistic, create better solutions, and better manage the stress of the unknown. Because as we go forward, the unknown, the uncertain, will all still remain but our approach to that and our focus on surviving and then thriving through what happens will be rewarding for us. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. And thank you for sharing a few minutes of your day with us. Stay tuned for our next episode and follow a well-built podcast 
on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm Don Griffin for Built Well Bank. Well-built communities start with well-built banks. Well-built banks.